What is going on, everybody? We are back with another episode of uh, From Chicago to South Carolina with love. Um, team no pulp, by the way. Uh, welcome into another live stream. We love, we love, absolutely love doing this. Um, Owen, I gotta, I gotta be honest with you, man. I've been dying to ask you this trivia question, and uh, okay. of course, we're gonna save it for uh, the audio only version that will come out tomorrow. Uh, on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, I don't know if you're going to get this one, but we'll see. Uh, but sticking with a little bit of uh, of interesting news, starting with, I should say, J.R. Smith, who's when you watch him play basketball, it looks like he's sleeping while playing. Or, or just or it's just off the Hennessy, which, uh, which uh, false news, apparently. J.R. Smith apparently does not like Hennessy, for those of you that don't know. So all the memes about J.R. Smith uh, being off the Henny are false, um, apparently. So I thought I'd just put that out there. Yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for making that clear. Um, so J.R. Smith, and listen, before, before we get into this, this discussion, in no way, shape, or form am I bringing up what's going on pretty much across the United States of America. So just want to make that clear, not getting political. I just think that this shit is hilarious. <laughs> so tell me what happened with J.R. Smith. Okay, so J.R. Smith, I forget which city it is uh, that he was in. I want to say Chicago. Uh, if I'm wrong, somebody correct me in the comments wherever this happened. But uh, according to J.R. Smith, somebody was vandalizing his truck during one of the riots or protests. Um, I do th- I do think it was a protest, but somebody ended up vandalizing vandalizing his truck trying to smash the window, and J.R. Smith beat the hell <laughs> out of this guy. Uh, I, there's a video out there for those of you that don't know. Um, if you haven't seen it, I'll retweet it once we're done with this. Those of you that haven't can see it. It's on TMZ if you want to go look for it now. But for yeah, J.R. Sure. J- J- yeah, it's for sure, J.R. Smith. He put something on his Instagram Instagram story about it, and, and that's what cleared up because originally people just thought he was just beating the, the shit out of somebody for no reason. And then yep. he cleared it up on Instagram saying that somebody was trying to vandalize his truck, which led to to what he did, which, you know, in all fairness, if it was indeed his truck and somebody was trying to break it, you can't really blame the man for, for doing what he did. Uh, yeah, no, I, I absolutely don't. If somebody's trying to vandalize and break into my shit, they're, they're getting their head cracked. Like, look, man, I get it. Like we're, we're supposed to be nice to everybody and we're supposed to be friendly and Hey man, don't do that. Like turn the other cheek. But like, if you're just trying, if you're trying to destroy my stuff for no reason, like I didn't do anything to you and took matters into his own hand. That's called street justice for uh street justice okay, yep. and, and who better to give out street justice than jr smith absolutely so like <laughs> i really hope i i hope that nobody's looking at jr smith like some monster now like i, I really hope uh, of course there's going to be people out there that are like oh jr smith's a punk anyway like you know he, who cares but like he was protecting his stuff like i get it people are like dude it's just a truck he can buy 17 more tomorrow <laughs> But, that's not the point, though. Exactly. That's not the like point. He worked hard for the truck. It, like, you work hard for a pair of shoes or you work hard for a TV or whatever. So you, you're going to be happy with the stuff that you have. And if somebody tries to destroy it, you're probably going to want to beat the shit out of them, too. So I, I'm, te- I'm Team J.R. Smith here. Uh, keep swinging, I guess. Yeah, I guess, you know, good thing for J.R. Smith. Um, I guess bad thing, really. I mean, it, it sucks that... 
in a situation like that because, like I said, when when it first came out, it was kind of blown out of proportion um, that J.R. Smith had just completely beat the beat the crap out of somebody in broad daylight <laughs> in the middle of a city. But obviously, that wasn't the case. But it's crazy to me that with athletes and, and people of of notoriety, at least when something like that happens, people are so quick to jump to the worst possible conclusion as with, with what happened with Jr. And I just don't think that's, that's really fair. I know Jr. Smith has done some dumb things, um, <laughs> you know, like forgetting how long was left in an NBA finals game. Um, <laughs> yeah. but I, but I can't blame him for, for beating the crap out of somebody for trying to steal his truck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, like, I don't want to spend too much time on it just because like, it's a super simple concept. Like he just, he was defending his stuff, but like, I think it means a little bit more when it's a celebrity. Like, do you think the reaction would be the same if it wasn't J.R. Smith and it was like, it was like Mike Johnson, like just some random guy who was people or do you think it'd be like, no, he should like, he, you should probably try and resolve this peacefully. Like, do you think it'd be the same or different? Well, again, it obviously depends on the person. If it was just some average Joe, I, I do think it would be the same because the gist of it's pretty simple. Somebody tried to break his window on his vehicle and he defended himself. You know, to be fair, maybe in a different situation, he handles it differently. But again, with what's going on right now, uh, with how many people are out and about uh, protesting, doing doing whatever they're doing, yeah. um, it's just a it's a different situation in in the midst of all all the chaos that's going on all across the country right now. So uh, different times again, different different outcome most likely. But I'm sure it would be treated differently if it was somebody else. Again, when when it's people of notoriety like Jared Smith who has played in very large NBA games and had a pretty successful NBA career for the most part. I know a lot of people give him hell, but you know it that's that's really what it is i i do think it would have been treated a little bit differently if it was just a normal person uh, it wouldn't have been talked about that's for sure especially with all the destruction that's that's happened but um yeah that's that's all i got okay uh, yeah that was going to be my next question do you have anything else on this because again it's it's a pretty it's a pretty i mean it's a it's a it's an interesting story obviously because it involves jr smith but like at a at a basis it's it's super simple um what's not simple <laughs> What's not simple is this Major League Baseball uh, owners and MLBPA situation. Um, I really hope that uh, you all are active in the comments here because, look, I've been saying it very publicly and as much as I can that Major League Baseball and the MLBPA need to uh, stop. They need to they need to I'm just going to say they need to put the balls away. And they need to uh, understand that this is a long-term decision that they're going to make. And Buster mm-hmm. only decided this is this is one issue that I have with um, with ESPN is like Buster only. I respect the hell out of him. He's an he's ama- he's an amazing journalist, right? Amazing insider. But sometimes they come out with stuff that like everybody's been saying already. And people flock to it like it's some breaking news. So Buster, okay, go ahead. Okay, but to be fair, right now I feel like there's a lot of news in general that's just kind of being recirculated, and that's I feel like that's just the nature of sports journalism, especially right now. There's nothing to talk about. I mean, that could be that 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 could be, and if so, like if it's if that's the case, like I I guess I stand corrected, but 
regardless, Buster only came out with this article and he was like, yeah, the MLB is in a really tough situation. They need to get something done soon. Both sides understand that, but it doesn't sound like both sides are willing to budge. Um, there doesn't seem to be like a, a gateway to uh, agreements with the MLB and, and, and the PA. Mm-hmm. Look, dude, again, like, you know this. Everybody who follows me on Sportscaster and, and on Twitter knows this, that, like, I've been saying this since, like, the beginning of April. Like, they need to they need to just get it together and come to, a, come to an agreement, regardless of... They both have to lose. Uh, and I, I have a few more points that I want to make, but I'll... I'll I'll uh, I'll pass it to you if you have any thoughts on this. Look, the MLB as a whole right now, they're making themselves look like a bunch of fools. Um, there are plenty of other leagues that haven't, you know, come out well. I don't want to say plenty of other because MLS just gave their uh, their coming back plan. I believe it's going to be middle of June, or maybe that's the Premier League. Regardless, MLS, I know, uh, finally came out with the certified, this is going to be our comeback plan. The NBA hasn't officially done it yet. They've set target dates, but with how big the NBA is, and especially the situation the NBA was in, like the NHL, they were right near playoffs. There's a lot of extra stuff that has to go into their planning. So I'm I'm not upset with the NBA, because we know and have seen that they are in the stages of getting things back together, but with the MLB, man, it, there's too much uh, butting heads with people that should be on the same team. Um, th- this For right now, everybody's lost money. The MLB's lost money. Teams have lost money. The, h- how long would we be into the season right now? 30, 40 games? No, Maybe. way more than that. <laughs> we, exactly. Yeah. So a lot of people have lost a lot of money, and – Let's let's stop thinking about that. I, I understand as an owner, especially, and, and even with the commissioner, with Rob Manfred, they both have to think about finan- financial impacts of how they come back. But money should be the least of their worries right now, because if they don't get back going, they're not going to make any money anyway. Um, and like you said, they're, they're making themselves look like a bunch of jackasses, to be honest. They got they got to figure something out. Uh, to get themselves back going because I haven't seen any sort of sort of plan in sight other than potential sites for if they do come back. Well, and the thing too is like, I think, you know, these plans and things like that, that's, that's kind of the issue. They put, they put the cart before the horse because they came out with this plan like, okay, July 4th or July 14th, we're going to play an 82 game schedule. And, you know, these are, these are potential sites. We could play in Arizona. We can do this. But they haven't even agreed to come back and play yet. Like, yeah, I, I think they're I think they're very backwards. And um, I, I'll make this point. Uh, I'll reiterate it again. I could say it till I'm blue in the face. You need to come back this year because if you don't come back this year, there's no money for next year, and the dominoes continue to fall. So, like, get it together. I don't care how much it, it, the entire league is going to shrink, regardless of when you come back. The league is going to shrink. These two hundred yeah. million, these two hundred million dollar contracts aren't going to be two hundred million dollars anymore. They might not even be a hundred and fifty million dollars anymore. Like it's it's going to be a long term process, and everybody is looking to make a quick buck in this uh, in this agreement. I, like I get it. Like you don't if you're a player making twenty five million dollars, you don't want to come back and make five. You don't want to come back and make two. But like at some point, you have to go, guys. The calendar is flipping. We need to play or else my my $10 million contract next year, regardless of if we play this year, is going to be four. 
Yeah, and that's that's another thing that that I was going to say because this doesn't just go between the owners and the commissioner uh, and, and Rob Manfred. This is this is a player issue too because and to be fair to the players association, the MLB hasn't really given them anything fair to work with. So I don't really blame a whole lot of the players, yeah. but again, it goes back to the money aspect. That's all anybody and it seems it's only the MLB um, the the pay cuts that have come in uh, with the ML or with the NFL and the NBA, nobody wanted them, but they understood from the jump that you know if we don't do this, then you know we're not going to be able to make any more money in the long term anyway. And like you said, the longer the calendar goes on, the longer the days continue to to go without any sort of plan in place, the more money they're going to lose anyway, players included. So the players association, the owners. And and the and the commissioner, the commissioner's office, everybody collectively has to come together and figure out a way to get some baseball games played. Because if not, they're not even going to be able to salvage this season. Well, you know what's crazy is like it's it's starting to be a legitimate thought. And I know some people are going to be like, "Dude, you're out of your mind. You're nuts." But like, this is such a long term uh, decision that they need to make, and there's going to be long term effects no matter what no matter what they do. Mm-hmm. Like. The the thought of there not being Major League Baseball is a is a legitimate concern now, and I'm well, not because talk, I'm not well, talking the, about this season. I'm talking about like five years from now. We might have twenty teams because ten of them went under. Like it's a it's a legitimate thought. Yeah, it it definitely is a legitimate thought. Um, again, we talked about it before. These smaller market teams. Uh, you know, excluding the blue but blue bloods of of the MLB, I don't know how they're going to make it through this because I can't even imagine what kind of financial rut just missing out on the beginning of the season put them in. Because opening day revenue is some of the most throughout the entire season, excluding playoffs. Um, so again, it it just goes back to money, 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 money. It, it rules the world, and we all know that. But if they don't figure anything out soon, it it very well could be the the end of the MLB or the very beginning of the end of the MLB. Yeah. So, and and one thing I want to mention too before we move on to uh to the next little topic here is um I don't remember who wrote it, so I I can't credit this. It was it was a, a big publication. I think it was ESPN. Uh but they were looking at like the no, it was USA Today. They were looking at the numbers of the MLB and they said, you know, with the plan that they had in place that the MLBPA was like, absolutely not. There would be, they, they would have, uh, the MLB would take in about $2.9 billion in revenue, but in normal years, it's like 6 billion. So there, there's obviously a huge drop off. Um, and, I don't. I'm not necessarily sure that that included like all the costs and things and things like that. But I just remember remember the number two point nine billion dollars. That's a B. And my immediate thought was like, okay, <laughs> there That's are a lot of money. There are people who are making very very little money to no money right now, looking for a job driving for uber driving for doordash and things like that and you're worried about all of these things that and you the number is 2.9 billion dollars and you're like up in arms about it how about this major league baseball is supposed to be america's pastime right so how about you take a stance with everybody in america and go you know what 
America's struggling. Everybody's bank accounts have shrunk. We're going to shrink too. And, and we're going to build it back up just like everybody in, in the United States and across the world for that matter. We're going to say, listen, we don't have a choice. This is, this is how it is. This is a hardship when you're talking, even though you're talking about millions and millions of dollars, we have to shrink and build ourselves back up. Just like the fans are building themselves back up, getting new jobs, getting more pay, doing things on their own, being entrepreneurs. Major League Baseball has got to build themselves back up. And I don't know who does marketing for Major League Baseball, but maybe you should think about that. Uh, and the building back up thing, it, it seems to me like the MLB, with the way they're going about this this coming back plan it's all about, we need to be as just as profitable as we were before all this happened as soon as we come back. And that's just not possible. Right. And it's going to be the same throughout all, all the pro sports with Adam Silver, Roger Goodell. They all know this already. Everybody knows that there's no chance, especially in the MLB situation. Again, the viewership has been down for years. It, it has continued to go down. Uh, ballparks, a lot of them, you know, I'm thinking about Tampa Bay, even last year when they were making a playoff push in the AL East. There was nobody in that stadium. Tickets were dirt cheap. This is all across the MLB. There's no chance it's going to go back to what it was. Like you said, they're going to have to find a way to build themselves back up, and they can't stick with the things that they've continued to do for years. Like you said, they monetize the smallest things from clips on Twitter to just about anything they can think of, and and going about it that way is not helping your brand. Um, it, one that's already suffering. They ha they have to change their approach. Like you said, the marketing has to change, and it, it's not going to get any better till it does. And that's that's about all I can say about it because it, it all goes back down to money. Um, money, money, money. I said it earlier, and, and we could talk about it forever, but it's the same simple point with the MLB that they've been too focused on for too long, and it has to change. I'm just surprised that, like, I'm, I'm waiting for the day. This is the last thing I'll say before we move on, but I'm just – I'm waiting for the day – where Major League Baseball comes out with a thing that, and they, they kind of do it already, but where they come out with a thing where it's like, hey, Cubs Cardinals is going to be out on ESPN. Um, and if you don't, like, if you have ESPN, you, you, we need five bucks. I can just see them doing that, charging per game, like to watch it, even, even if you have the, the package. They're just greedy. I just, I don't get it. I, I would assume it's because they're not as profitable as most of the other major sports, which is, I wouldn't say most of them, uh, but compared to the, the big boys, um, they're, they're just not as profitable because the, the fan interest has been down, mostly due to how they've acted, uh, how they've treated their, their marketing campaigns and, and their games in general and in the entire league. Um, they think viewership has gone down for no reason. Again, a lot of it's contributed to, to what they've done these past 10, 15 years. So that that's about all I have on the, the MLB because again I could say the same thing till my till my face is blue because it pisses me off more than anything <laughs> but that's that's about all there is it as to it. Um. So we will. Um. This is what we'll do. We'll we'll finish with this topic and uh, here on the stream we'll finish with this topic and then we'll go to podcast only for the trivia question uh, because dude I seriously think uh, it's a super simple question but because of when you were born. I'm not sure if you're going to get this. So for everybody watching on the stream, we'll, we'll get into this topic and then the trivia question will be out tomorrow morning or uh, tomorrow, I should say with this episode. And um, you can look for it on Apple, Spotify and our Twitter accounts. Uh, we'll tweet them out. But the, the last topic for the stream today 
I, we're switching gears a little bit. We're, we're still talking money, but we're switching gears from sports. I got, um, I sold something locally. And it was, really, it wasn't drugs. Uh, I sold something. <laughs> Why did you feel the need to put that out there? <laughs> You're just going to assume that you were selling drugs, the first dude, thing that you were talking about? You never know. You never know. Uh, the one oh, dude on... <laughs> The the Sorry, one dude on the, the one that. dude on Twitter said the one dude on Twitter was like I was waiting for that one guy to like what was taking him so long to hit that red bong. <laughs> go go ahead, man. <laughs> um, okay, no, so I got cash for it, and I'm like, okay, this is you know great. Like it's always nice to have you know a little cash on you. Emergency twenty. That's my point of view. But I'm wondering, like, when is physical cash? going to be useless because we have we have a cash app now that they like if there's a debit card a, a quote-unquote debit card that you can get with cash app there's quick pay there's apple pay there's paypal Venmo, paypal there's all of these different things and like let alone the debit card but i'm just wondering like when do you think cash is going to be obsolete oh that's a good question because I, I don't know that it ever will um, and if it does, it's it's going to be a long time in the future. And and I'm interested to, to hear how you feel about this because, yes, cash has become far and far less used. But I can't tell you how many people I've met. And maybe it's just this other thing. People around here with their, you know, with their tinfoil hats on uh, and things like that. You know, I'll never use a debit card. Um, it's just a piece of plastic. It's, it's not physical. And, and I get that. And I think there will always be people like that. But you can't ignore how fast things have changed with credit cards, debit cards. Again, all these money-moving apps. I couldn't even tell you the last time I bought someone cash, to be honest with you. As soon as I get cash, well, mm, okay, take that back. Bought someone <laughs> cash recently. Um, but despite how it just contradicted myself, uh, it, it's it's not just me. And I want to say, especially for the younger generation, um, it's – it's a majority debit card, credit card use. It's ease of access. You know, even on my my Apple or my iPhone now, um, all you have to do is double tap the power button and you're on Apple Pay right there. And all the all the card scanners at fast food restaurants, almost everywhere, it just you put it right next to it and it's done. It's paid for right off your phone virtually. That's all you have to do. And yeah, the only gripe I have with those is like I don't know if it's just if it was just back then but like i wouldn't even say back then like last year like i still go into places and i'm like oh you take apple play like yeah and i go to do it and it doesn't work because like oh yeah sorry it must be broken it's like okay well fix it (laughs) because then now i gotta take out my debit card and like again first world problem but like i'm just oh and totally first world problems i'm just i'm just waiting for the day where like people don't take cash because think about this. I, I could be wrong. I could be very wrong. But how do what well, like if somebody goes in to a gas station and robs a robs the gas station, what are they there for? Cash. Yeah. What are they gonna get if there's no cash? That's a good point, but also in that situation um like what do you want a pack of cigarettes (laughs) (laughs) well 
to be fair, in order, for, especially cash registers in general, for them to be obsolete, like cash would have to totally be obsolete. Because if you get rid of a cash register, then that would mean that nobody, you'd have to know that nobody was going to come in and pay with cash. Yeah, I mean, it, it, right. Like, it, it, I think, to your point, like, I think we're a long ways away from that, but I don't think it's as long as we think. Like, in my lifetime, I don't think that cash will be a thing anymore. In your lifetime, really, you yeah. think it's going to be? Yeah. You know, I, I guess that's that's reasonable. I've also heard some pretty funny conspiracy theories talking about how the government is going to put chips into our arms. Um, and well, that's, that's how a legitimate we're going to that's no, a legitimate people, thing people have done there, there's people in other countries that have that already really Dude, okay that that don't palm. sit well with me it's in their palm that's how they pay for things i don't like that it, it's like experimental like they're not the government's not like knocking on the door like all right it's your turn come on uh but there are people that experimented with that and it works it's just like it's almost like uh like a thumbprint or whatever i mean that's another thing that i could see them doing is like Okay, your total is uh, 9150, and all you have to do is put your thumb on the thumb reader, and it takes for it's like everything is linked to your social, obviously. So they just deduct it. <laughs> well, I, I also I also don't want to <laughs> I also don't want to knock your idea of it being out within our lifestyle lifetimes, because you also got to think. I, I know people still like even my parents when they were younger, like debit cards weren't even a thing. Yeah, and, and I don't even want to say younger, like. 20s 30s things like that not that long ago debit cards were brand new and and barely a thing so mm-hmm. with how fast it's changed from you know even 30 40 years ago to now uh i guess it's it's not completely out of the picture but it also seems kind of kind of dangerous to me without any kind of cash circulation i hear because, you. i mean even right now there's no gold standard there's nothing behind cash at the end of the day it's just it's just a piece of paper yeah, and to like the the one concern that I definitely uh, think people are gonna have is there are a lot of people that um, use cash for everything still. Like they would rather they they would rather have their direct deposit and go get the cash. Like whatever they make, they get the cash. And a, a big concern for a lot of people, and a big reason why people don't use the debit cards, is identity thefts. Thefts. Identity theft. So, like, if you hand somebody cash, I mean, there's no chance of anybody stealing your identity, right? That's a good point. Fraud, all kinds of that stuff will be obsolete for the most part. Because you got to think, especially if a a chip system was supposed to be implanted implanted in your hand, it would probably include your social security number, all the things about you that would identify you, which would, for the most part, make it extremely difficult to be able to steal, you know, what connects you to you yeah i i don't know i honestly like i'm i'm kind of to the point where like and i've it's been this way for me for a while is like if we you know if if me and a bunch of buddies go out to the bar we go out to dinner excuse me and and like it's just easier for for the waitress to give us a bill one bill like i if i covered it like yeah just venmo me or apple pay me or whatever like i just People are like, oh, okay, well, how much was my thing? 15 or 17 bucks? Here's a 20. Do you have change? No, I don't have change. Do you want me to pay you $3 through through Venmo or Apple Pay? Like, can you just pay me back with the, the exact amount and we're good? I think yeah. that's an advantage. That's, an, that's a huge advantage of, of uh, digital payments is like it can be exact. It's right away. Or even sometimes you have to wait for it a couple of days. But like, 
that sh- that shouldn't be a, a big deal for people unless it's somebody you don't like and you want your money right away. You know, also the last thing I'm probably going to say about the whole cash thing is one of the reasons I rarely use it is because I hate change. I hate change. It's the worst. I can't imagine how many dollars of change in total that I've lost over my lifetime that I could just have sitting in my bank account right now. <laughs> um, and and I that's one of the reasons I use my my card so much is because it's it's all in one place. You don't have to worry about change. I have change all over my car. It's uh it's something that I would definitely like to get rid of. Um, when I was in like middle school and high school, actually all throughout high school, um, I brought cash for for lunch and <laughs> I, I this uh, so I'm I'm Polish and this is gonna this is really gonna explain everything I would use the cash for for lunch and like 40 cents here 35 cents here I would go home and throw it in like uh one of those like Folgers like uh coffee grounds Tub, cans. the tubs yeah yeah tubs. I would throw th- for the entire school year I would throw change in there and then after the school year was over, I'd go to the bank. Dude, I'd have like 150 bucks, like back in like in change, and yeah. I would just I would get it cashed. And I, like people are like, well, yeah, you had 150 dollars the entire time, but it's different. Like I'm not I'm not gonna carry a bag of, of change around going, uh, how much? Quarter, quarter, dime. Okay, I think that's enough. Can you count it now? Like I'd just <laughs> go to the bank, get it cashed. And bam, I got 150 bones that I can totally blow on something useless. Yeah, uh, that's probably exactly what I would have done in that situation. But uh, guys, I think this is going to end the live portion of the stream. Again, if you want to hear the trivia part of the podcast, uh, don't forget to tune in. Tomorrow, the episode will be released wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Owen underscore Watterson at underscore or at Josh B. USN because Josh USN was take in (laughs) and we will hopefully see you guys tomorrow again we love doing these streams and we appreciate all the love and we will see you guys next time josh you got anything else uh i got nothing else but let me hit you with the trivia question Okay, okay go ahead the trivia question is you were born in 2000 right i i no no 96 99 99 damn i i don't know what got me 96 um okay so the 2000 2001 NBA Finals. The champions of that year were the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm-hmm. Who did the Los Angeles Lakers play in the 2000 2001 NBA Finals? The Portland Trailblazers. Incorrect. Is it not the Trailblazers? It's not the Trailblazers. They played the. Who did they play that year? The. Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, that was the year they played out. I answered that too fast. <laughs> Damn it. Well, see, I was going to let you... That was the AI step over year. Yep, yep. I was going to let you keep guessing, but we made the rule last time that we can't, like, we're no more dilly-dallying. We got to answer yeah, this question. That's fair. That, that's fair. That's um, fair. No more dilly-dallying okay, about, okay, about I got the question wrong. How about this? Because I, I love, like, I just really like trivia. <laughs> so I'll give you a chance. I give you a chance. Right now it's three to two, right? Or it's. I think it's three two still, yeah. Okay, three two. So three two, you're in the lead. It could be four two right now. How many games did the Los Angeles Lakers take to beat the Sixers in two thousand one? You got a one in seven. You're, well, you really have a four in. You have a 
What is it? <laughs> a one in four, four chance? Seven. Yeah. Um. Did AI win them a game that year? I'm trying to remember. Oh, five. It was five games. That is now it's four two. I gotta quit doing that to myself. You do gotta quit doing that to yourself because I, I was just trying to remember. That I was had, too that was, easy. That was too easy. Did did AI win them a game that year? And no, yeah, he did. He he had to have. I mean, it's Allen Iverson. They obviously lost the series. That that to be fair to AI, he absolutely carried that Sixers team to that finals and to win a game against that Lakers team. Who, by the way, if they wouldn't have won that game, uh, the Sixers, I'm pretty sure the Lakers would have gone undefeated in that in, in that entire playoffs. Really, I would have to go. Lo- I would have to go back and look at that. You know, matter of fact, before before we get off right here, I'm gonna look that up for you right quick, just so I can. In yeah, fact, dude. check myself real quick, but I'm almost 100% positive uh, the Lakers almost went perfect in That's that cool. year. You know, um, uh, So this isn't a question for you, but this is a question for the people that are sticking around. I want to give a little bonus question to the, uh, to the people that are listening. Um, so I, I, I asked this question on Twitter, and uh, if you know it, go for it. Like, uh, oh, and I'm talking to you, not the listeners now. But uh, okay. if you know it, let me know. So... The question was how many how, uh, how many stitches are on an uh, an MLB baseball? Um, I feel like this is almost cheating because I did see. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, you saw the response. You saw the response I, on Twitter. I didn't see the response. I don't know the for sure answer. Oh, okay. But so, I don't so know how it's cheating. fair to give me a point for this. No, I'm not giving you a point for this. I'm just saying if you want to answer it. Oh, is it is it 116? No, it's not 116. It's 108. So, so it's a little. It's right. it's funny because if you ask if you ask people, you're gonna get two varying answers. So visibly, there's 106 stitches, but there's 108 because of the two stitches that that uh, go in first and then go in last. Ah, gotcha. That are and, not visible. Gotcha. And just just to finish up the episode for you guys, the Lakers did go 16 and one, uh, and. Yeah, if if they would wouldn't have lost that game to the 76ers in the finals, they would have been undefeated in the entire playoffs. They swept the the Blazers in the first round, swept the Kings in the semifinals, and then swept the top seeded Spurs in the Western Conference Finals, and then went four one to win you the finals. Gotta think about the answer. You you have to think about the answer that you gave because you were like, you I said, who did the Lakers play in the final? You said Portland. They're in the same conference. Wait. The Portland's in the Western Conference. <laughs> so you really crapped the bet on that one. <laughs> then then what am I th- what okay, somebody's gonna have to tell me on Twitter and I can't believe I just dude, I, I just completely ruined my rep among the <laughs> NBA community. I can't believe I just said that. I I I, I, I blame it on the tap water that I'm drinking. That can that be my excuse? I'm drinking tap water, and that's my excuse. I'm not a fan of tap water either. So, but yeah, okay. I'm I'm thinking of a specific series. It's like the iconic Kobe to Shaq lob, where Shaq points up after. That was against the Blazers, and it might have been in the Western Conference Finals, but I'm not sure. I'll have to look that up after, just because I'm kind of pissed at myself now. (laughs) Um, but okay. So now I I did give you that other question. So it is four to two. Uh, and the next time, the next podcast, it will be Owen's turn to, uh, to ask me a question that I'll probably get wrong. 
So, um, Owen, if you don't have anything else, uh, we will talk to everybody next podcast. Keep a lookout on Twitter at JoshBUSN at Owen underscore Watterson for the live streams. We're going to keep doing these uh, because we think they're an absolute blast. Yeah, I think that's it for me too, guys. I appreciate you tuning in as always, and we'll see you next time.